Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists and musicians in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Michael Carpenter. Today, we are talking to the Porch Authority. These seasoned veterans come together to create retro rock porch music. Their songs are whimsical, airy, keys-driven serenades that take you back to summer days in the backyard and at times make you want to get up and dance. Today, they're sharing their song, Brady's Farm, with us, so let's get up and dance right now with the Porch Authority. Yeah. 
right. Well done, fellas. Well done. Thank, well, thank you. you very much. Right. Uh, well, first of all, who's Brady? Brady is a figment of my imagination. Okay. It just sounded good. I wasn't sure if you were a Patriots fan or what. <laughs> you can leave now. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, let's start. Let's go around the table here and uh, introduce yourself to our audience. Tell us what your name is and what you do in the band. I'm Tucker Deese. I play the guitar and I sing. My name's Jeff. I'm the drumist. I do not sing. <laughs> you don't want me singing. I'm the Dave. I'm the bass player. Uh, and Doug. Doug Holmes. Keyboards. Vocals. I did. I said in the intro that you guys have some keys-driven songs. I noticed that listening to your catalog, do you all write together? Who writes the the music for the most part? Is it a collaborative effort? Most of well, the songs are written by Tucker. They're they're pretty much all his. Doug has a couple, and he he writes the basic song, and then we get together and it becomes an arrangement song. And then it becomes layers added yeah, to it. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, I re- I really like the way the keys work into your music because you've got this Americana. You know, old school rock and roll feel. Sixty combos. <laughs> yeah. The songs, even without the keys, would be great, like Americana folk songs. But adding the keys to it gives it this element that that I, I, I really enjoyed it listening. We to call it. it Sparkle Fluff. <laughs> I played those songs solo for years yep. and years, just me and the acoustic guitar. And it takes for uh, you know, I finally found. a a bunch of players that understood the songs and what I was trying to do, and I'm having way too much fun now. <laughs> How did you find each other? I found them. Well, Dave and Tucker found each other. Yeah. And I found them on this very porch right out front here. <laughs> DNA. Playing, DNA. <laughs> playing at a birthday party for Tucker's daughter. And uh, I heard them play together for the first time and, and said, oh, I called a friend. I called a drummer friend of mine from this porch and said, hey, man, found something. Get down here. Well, you know, we finally got together with the, the drummer, our first drummer, Todd, and, uh, you know, that's how we came together as a band and said, oh, this this sounds like a band. We can do this. And But he couldn't practice with us. So we played for years as a three-piece all around Charlotte and different places, years. And that's when Tucker and I was playing together and he started playing his acoustic guitar originally, and it was a unique sound. Our point counterpoint developed over that time. So, how long has the Porch Authority been a band? Ten, ten years. years. Wow, ten years! And you've played all over Charlotte and in the area, the, the yeah. region. Yeah, yeah. Lake I'll, Norman. And- I want to get into that about the the area because you know we're we're opening this venue in downtown Gastonia. I want to talk about the scene for a minute. You know, you guys said you've been around for 10 years. So 10 years ago, it looked a lot different. There was still a Double Door Inn. There was still a Tremont Music Hall. There were a lot of venues that have come and gone. Um, you know, Amos is downsized. How does it feel now when you're going out and gigging and you're hitting different venues? Is there still like this feel of, of family that, that it used to be back, back? I know when I was coming up, going to all these venues as a teenager and even into my 20s, you know, the, all the bands knew each other. All the you know, bands were friends with their fans and this and that. Are you still seeing that in the clubs? I'm not. Not not like it was. Uh, it seems to be more competition these days than camaraderie with a lot of bands together. A lot of really good bands and a lot of good musicians out there. So, you know, there's, there's always going to be a little of that. And there's just, there, there's so many fewer places to play. 
But the crowd yeah, can the care crowd. less, it seems like. these yeah. days. Yeah. It seems like bands have gotten creative with where they can play nowadays because I'm seeing different restaurants and different types of bars are bringing them in. Breweries are bringing yeah. our, our Breweries are actually a saving <laughs> grace. For the music scene right now, yeah. you know, there, you know, venues can't even be open right now, and breweries are able to open and, and provide that platform. So that's one of the ways I'm seeing things change. But anyways, let's get into your music because that's why we're here. We're here to promote the Porch Authority's music. You've been a band for ten years. You guys have been gigging for a while now. Do you have any other other bands, or, or are you guys committed to the Porch Authority? Oh, we're committed now. Um, for a while, a couple years ago, Tucker got sick and. Uh, we wound up taking a break and then started playing with another band, Fred's Garage. You know, Tucker started in, then he hurt himself. Yeah. And so I stepped in and then Doug joined up, I guess, with Tucker. Yeah, we played with them for a while. And then that was strictly up, covers. Yeah. The cover band? Getting back together after this guy showed up. The Jeff, yeah. we found the Jeff. The Jeff. The Jeff. That, that'll He's work. our Ringo. He's our Ringo. <laughs> the drumist slash percussionist drummist, extraordinaire. Drummist. Well, I've, I've been a uh, drummer for years, but a little over a year ago, I saw uh, Tucker had posted on Facebook there. They were having his 60th birthday party, and they didn't have a drummer. So I responded just to do the one show, and a year later... Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. They can't get rid of me, so <laughs> don't worry much stuff. I've never, I've never been a, a band hopper kind of drummer. That just doesn't work. You know, you can't be everywhere at once. Have you all always been in this genre of music? This this kind of classic rock style <laughs> music. Not me. I have. Yeah, uh, me too. I was always the mellow guy. You know, so coming up in the eighties. The, the metal guys and didn't like them, you know. So I, that's why I played solo for so many years. Yeah. Dougie's background is like, oh yeah, mid seventies in Atlanta. That's it, seventies. You know, we were a rock band in Atlanta. Played seven, eight sets a night down in underground and places like that. Goodness gracious! But I got off the road when my wife got pregnant because I didn't want to be on the road and trying to raise kids. So went into video production. Now the most diverse. <laughs> musical background would be the Daves here. Yeah, I uh, I spent a lot of years doing uh, Irish folk music at Renaissance Fairs. Fantastic. Playing guitar, singing. That sounds like so much fun. It was. It you was must have got blast. to see a lot of the lot of the country too. Oh yeah, that. traveled all all over the place. You know, you pull in, stay eight weeks somewhere, live in a tent, have a blast, get paid stupid amounts of money to sing stupid songs. <laughs> It was, it was a good living. It was a real good living. Have you guys thought about bringing one of those songs into the no. portrait? <laughs> no. Actually, we did bring one of Dave's in, which is as close as it. Yeah. Uh, as, as we've gotten to that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was an instrumental that you yeah. wrote at a, just walking around. Yeah, walk, yeah, walking around a rain fair. Just came up with it, something to do, so I looked like I was you know, doing something. Make noise for the crowd, that kind of thing. <laughs> so it's safe to say you all... For for a long time, you've all had what I call the bug to entertain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. right. Yeah, if you could see what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, if you could see what I hear. So you had Fred's Garage. This is the Porch Authority. Um, 
Are we ever going to see Tucker's Living Room become a band? <laughs> I had Tucker's Fault at one time. Yeah. How'd you come up with that name, the Porch Authority? I love it. I love the name. I think it's fantastic. Well, Where did that come from? We, we called what we were doing porch music, basically because it's like three guys sitting on a porch going, oh yeah, I remember that song, and faking your way through it. But I think I came up with the Porch Authority. Yeah. So, I just proposed it, and it went, oh, yeah. Yeah, prior Makes to that. Makes sense. We, we were the DTs prior to that. Yeah. 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 We played a lot of gigs as the DTs before we switched to the Porch Authority. Yeah. We're stuck with it now. we got logos. I, I think it's perfect. I think it's very fitting, too, for the style of music. Yeah, everybody seems to really like it, yeah. So, tell me about your, your you said you've gigged all over town, your live live performance. What, what can people expect when they come to see the Porch Authority if they went to a venue or to a brewery somewhere? What kind of show can they expect from you guys? Four old girls sitting around playing their hearts out. That's what we're going to see. Yeah, we're definitely too old to be jumping around it's, it's a lot. Not, yeah. It's not basic show. It's more spirit. Yeah. And, it's and about soul. It's about you're going to see soul. You know, if you like fine art, you're going to like watching us. Well, now, I, mean, we I wouldn't go that far. Well, <laughs> I'll say this. We all work up a sweat playing. Yeah. So we're feeling what we're doing. Yeah. And, but show, overt shows, something planned, nah, we're playing our music. Playing you get, in, you get into a zone. Yeah. And that's it. Well, we got to do our own thing, you know. It's uh, not like anything else. So. I mean, sometimes in practice, we'll sit around and we'll just start jamming. Because that's how all of our background, uh, you know, yeah. is just jamming. I'm glad you said that because the, the style of music you play lends itself to quote-unquote jam band type music. I'm curious, what's the longest you've drawn a song out on stage before? Los Park of I Hear Boys, about seven minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's good stuff. I, I love it when I go to a show and a band will take a song. I, I mean, I've even gone to shows where bands will start off with their song and they'll work their way into a medley of covers and then I'll always come back at the end to the end of the song. It's it's kind of cool. Well, building a set is, you know, that's, there's a knack to that, for sure. It's a skill. That's right. Yeah. It's a skill, for sure. Yeah. So tell me about um, how this coronavirus is affecting how you guys do what you do. I mean, I, everyone's, we're all in, yeah, we're all in this together. So everyone's saying, but I, I like to kind of point out to people when, when people complain, I'm like, well, you know, every single one of us is dealing with something bad because of this. So tell me how it's affected the Porch Authority and what you do, or has it been a positive? Has it given you more time to write? Uh, we had two gigs scheduled that, yeah, we, we missed because the places were closed. Yeah. yeah. So we're waiting for them to open back up so we can get back there. Looking forward to playing at the Rooster. Thank you for yeah. saying that. I can't yeah. wait to get you in there, man. We're, we hit a standstill with this, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah. that's how this podcast started, actually, was I, I got so frustrated with not being able to move forward. I said, I have to do something to entertain people. Well, and I think that what you're doing, Mike, is a that's great that service. Spirit. Yeah. To the community, and yeah. it exemplifies being in it together. And that you give us a chance to come over and do our thing. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate that. I mean, that that really was the big motivator here. Um, you know, not to get into my personal life or anything, but we, you know, I I didn't have to do this. I, this was a conscious choice to bring entertainment and art to Gaston County. Um, I feel like with all of the development that's been happening around our community, there's been a lack of uh, focus on what really gets people 
what drives people out, what gets people out at night, what makes people move to a community. And uh, if you don't have something to entertain folks, uh, they tend to look elsewhere for a place true, to live. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and then the, the other side of that is, you know, my connection to the arts community, the musicians. Um, it's very important to me to, to bring this stage to give a voice to, to this community, support local music. That, that exactly. And, you know, I, there's a lot of guys that are out there still doing it. And, you know, there's some bars and restaurants around that, uh, that have lend themselves and, and given these platforms to artists. But what we're doing is a little different. You know, we're, we're making entertainment the focus. We're not going to have a menu. You know, we'll have a bar, you know, but, but really we want people to come in to be entertained, not to have dinner. So that's, that's part of the music scene. We yeah. Need. We, I agree. That's, that's the same. You know, we, we, need, we, need, we need a lot, a lot more of those places yeah. to come yeah. back. I agree, man. I mean, it, it broke my heart when you know Tremont got tore down, and you know when when the double door closed down. You know, those are those are places you know, that were so special and important to people. You know, even when Amos is downsized, I went up there to get some of the memorabilia off the wall, and it's in my garage now because it's a big part of you know what made me who I am today. Yeah. I'm sure you guys can relate. Yeah. But enough about me. I don't want to talk about me. <laughs> Let's talk about your influences. How, how did you come to to play this style of music? Um, you know, I'm, I I hear like a little bit of Almond Brothers, a little bit of maybe even some Steve Winwood in there. Um, what, uh, what are the influences? I my personal influence. You take Jimmy Page and Neil Young and squash them together, and that's what you got when you got me. Okay. How about you? Me, uh, I got to be versatile, and I can't have blinders on. I played, you know, since I was eight years old. I have to play everything. You know, being a drummer, you get tossed in a band. You got to either know the songs or learn their songs really quick. So sometimes it can be detrimental. But these guys make it so easy. What inspired you at eight years old to learn how to play drums? Um, Having brothers that were musicians and having a house full of musical instruments and just hearing it all the time. And, you know, it just stuck with me. I'm glad it did. You know, it's been a good Good time. Dave, what about you? Well, influences for for bass playing, it's, you know, got to be like, you know, people like Duck Dunn and Tyrant Porter and things like, things like that. Uh, learned a heck of a lot from Blues Brothers albums. Blues Brothers? But before that, it was, you know, singer-songwriter stuff. I, I grew up on Long Island and could go see Harry Chapin for two bucks at the local high school, you know. Jim Croce, Paul Simon, you know, the story songs. And I, I think that's what drew me to Tucker's stuff was he was telling stories. And that I really like that. Yeah, that's part of what draws me into your music as well. That's, that's what I really liked about it. How about you, Doug? I think, you know, I grew up in a musical family like Jeff. And, and uh, my grandparents would jam with my parents. So I grew up playing music early. And the bands I was hearing was Jimi Hendrix, and you know, so I started playing in my basement with my buddies, and then just played professionally after I got out of high school and traveled around the country doing it, playing rock and roll. But I hooked up with a California band that was playing original music too, and we had a good time. We were we were a space band though. <laughs> <laughs> the name it was Seymour Light. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Seymour Light. Yeah. Seymour Light. Yeah. So we were out of California, but wound up in Atlanta. Can we find Seymour Light music anywhere on the World Wide Web? You can. You can find a video of it on YouTube. Yes. Nice. That's right. 
interfusions. It's kind of scary. It is scary. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I got out of it, like I said. And, and then I heard these guys play. And after I got out of doing video production for a living, which, by the way, was the closest thing I'd found to playing music. Because when you're doing live video production, you're doing it like a team thing. Everybody's on the same wavelength, and you're hitting together. If you make a mistake, you don't telegraph it to the audience. You just keep going. Right. So, and I got out of that. Retired, found these guys, and, you know, now this is what I do. Two things there. Um, you got into video production. You said it was much like closest you could get to that, and that's a lot of – that's another motivating factor for the rooster. You know, I, when I was – a teenager, I was in a band. I played bass in, in like a rock alternative type band. And my running joke is I had to work really, really hard to be mediocre. <laughs> you know, I just didn't have the gift. You know, some people it. have a gift and others don't. I didn't have a great ear, but I still loved music. And, you know, fast forward ever how many years it was later, <laughs> I'm not going to say. But uh, here we are now. And now I've got a way to provide this platform and be close to music every day. Yeah. You know, it's, it's never left me. I don't think it does. If you're an artistic type, right. whatever right. your medium is, whether it's music or painting or comedy, what, whatever you do, you never lose that need inside of you to be close to it or be around it. So it's cool that you said that. Well, I've never felt that you had to be good at something to keep doing it. You know, you may not be a great guitar player, but if it makes you happy. You know, and at our age, guys, Seriously, playing music is the best therapy we can do. It keeps us young, mm-hmm. cardiovascular, keeps our minds sharp. Because yeah. they say when you're playing music, your brain's pumping on all cylinders like a full body workout. Our first, that, that band I was in, it was called Pale Reason. And we did, um, we played a lot of like backyard type stuff, parties. And we, we did a couple of stage shows. But the one, like the biggest one we did was this. Um, the Music Zone on Franklin Boulevard back in 1996 did a benefit for Holy Angels. And we were the opening band. And we got up there, and, and we were getting in the zone. We were we were sounding good, doing our thing. And right in the middle of a solo, our guitar player decided that he was going to play twice as fast as the rest of us. And it threw the whole... The whole thing off, and all, and me, I'm looking back at the I drummer. Never heard of anything, anything like that in my life. <laughs> I looked back at the drummer, and he looked over at me, and, and we were both like, "What's going on?" And and the guitar player realized what he did, and he just stopped, and he got on the mic, and he said, I "Screwed up." <laughs> <laughs> and we just went on to the next song. Okay, <laughs> uh, we we learned we learned early on. It's like, oh crap, there goes Tucker. Catch up, catch up. <laughs> yeah, Tucker got sober. He's better now. <laughs> and without drums, it wasn't much of an issue. We could take dynamic liberties, right? Call improv. But now we like having a rock solid drummer man to bring it in. And well, having having a rhythm section that can lay down a beat and he can keep it going like that's you know, that's the heart. That's what that's what makes people get up and dance. That's right. You know, what I'm saying you know the, right. the, the the solos. That that's flashy. It's it's like you know to make a comparison. That's your offense, you know. But but that that rhythm section is your defense. You know they say defense well, wins championships. Well, that rhythm section is what keeps people hooked in. Well, being being a three piece band for so many years, I was the rhythm section. So. <laughs> <laughs> now it's now now it's trying to teach Jeff here how to do it. And they're doing a good job, believe me. <laughs> they're very strict. You can tell. You can tell. Jeff's the new guy. <laughs> you got to watch yourself. 
So he's, he's the young young guy now. We, we have played with kid. individuals in this house that didn't make the cut. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we had so much good momentum going when the virus started, and you know, then we didn't see each other for three months. Yeah, it's like really weird. We're so itching to get back together. We're going to be very well rehearsed when the so, yeah. room opens. <laughs> you know, since we came back, we kind of turned up the wick a little to try to get back on course, or right. even better, you know. To, We've been doing this podcast now for a few months, and you know, there's been a couple of bands we've had on that had some serious momentum going, right. and it just yeah. has completely stopped everything. It's going to be very interesting to see who wins and who loses when when things open back up. You know, when well, folks that can persevere and be there for the long run and are willing to, you know, take their time to do it because it's yeah. going to take a, a hot minute to. And get you know, back we're going to keep things. going. That's right. So, yeah, yeah, we're not stopping. So, well, let me ask this: Have you? Reached out at all to any breweries or restaurants yes. or bars or anything? Or do you have any shows coming up? At no. Lincoln? No? <laughs> nothing, nothing on the books right now. I've got a, uh, I'm going to mix the Battle of the Bands in Lincolnton on September the 12th. That's right. Uh, there's like 10 bands battling out for $500 at the Gargoyles Clubhouse. Gargoyles Clubhouse yeah. in Lincolnton, and September twelfth. Yeah. Battle of the Bands. Battle of the Bands. So there you have it, people. Uh, if you need, if you, I, I may be there because I'm dying. I'm fiending for some live music. It's it's going to be there all day, all day. Yeah, plenty of bands. Yeah. So you're mixing. That's why you're not competing. Yeah, yeah. But we, the rest of you will be there. No, I'm not sure. We, not. we played. Uh, we, we, we played, played there. there before last year. Yeah. Yeah, and, I played and, three and straight years. Fred's Garage played the two years, two years before, before that. that. Yeah. So it should be a fun time. Tucker has a monster PA. I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah, thing. I'm looking at it. It's it's a lot. We'll, we'll, put, that, we'll put that into a coffee house. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> coffee shop. And we music. have done, you know, like the open mics. We did comment a couple times. And, yeah. Uh, and, and Stooges recently. Did, did uh, Stooges. Stooges, yeah, that was fun. Stooges. Yeah. yeah, looking forward to going back there. The Barn King's but Mountain it's kind of tough. closed. Yeah, I think they couldn't take it. They had to get out, which is a shame because those those people were part of the scene. Who was that? Kim. Kim Sanders. Kim Sanders. Kim and Tim Sanders. Yeah, at Youngins in Kingston. Youngins. Yeah, I remember Youngins. Yeah, yeah, we played there several times. Awesome. All right. Well, let's um, let's shift gears. Let's talk about um. <laughs> let's, well, let's talk about success for the Porch Authority. Um, you know, you said you guys have been playing for ten years, and um, I'm assuming that you you guys started this band with an objective. Like you, you just whether it could be it could have been as simple as just wanting to get out and entertain, or did you have a specific goal in mind when you started the band? And have uh, you got we there? Just love to play, yeah. And our aim is we just want to get heard. Uh, the songs, I want the songs to get heard. Maybe somebody will like one of them and do something with it. That'll, that suits us fine. We're, we're not looking to be stars. We just love to play. I mean, we're, we're in process on our, on an album. Um, it's been going for a while. We'll get there eventually. So there's some new music coming. Yeah, Al- mm-hmm. always. Yeah. I love to hear that. Well, I've got a few songs that I wrote that you haven't even heard yet. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not on Reverb Nation at all. Well, we've got some pretty good versions of it. And one of those songs is a kicking song. It's a dance tune. So, yeah. you know, that'll be in rotation soon. 
Good. I liked it. And now, since we're on the subject, tell our audience where to find the Porch Authority. Give us all the plugs. Where, where can people hear this music? Where can they learn about you well, guys? Well, pretty much, uh, here's up on Facebook at the Porch Authority. Um, and we've got our Reverb Nation site. And that's pretty much it. Or right they now. can come over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find all our links off the Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah, Facebook dot com slash the porch authority. The porch authority. Yep. And hopefully, you know when the weather clears, you know we'll be out and about again. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know we'll be promoting you wherever you play. We'll 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 give you a share. Well, we want to make the rooster our home. <laughs> uh, well, it's I'm, you know I love that you said that because that's what we want to be. We want to be a home for local musicians. Cool. I, I want I want to pack the place with other musicians. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, of course I want the general public in there, but I want to see bands in there supporting each other. I want, you know, we're going to have singer songwriter nights where there's no cover and people can just come in. And if you bring a guitar or whatever, we'll put a microphone up there and let people do their thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. That kind of thing. Hopefully that can lead to some collaboration, yeah. you know, and, and we'll, we'll get to see even more art. You know, I'm like, I'm looking to be a catalyst here for something big in our town. Yeah. Um, and, the, and the more styles of music you can you can offer, the better. The, the better for for your business. A, you get different crowds, but the crowds are also exposed to. That's actually that's that's our plan is to keep that diverse booking to you know, cross promote different genres. You know, it, it, yes, sir. Are you going to focus in the Gastonia Mount Holly area? For- yeah, well, this region. Uh, you know, I'm not looking to bring in like national touring. Right. Big, you know, I'm not. I'm not looking to drop ten grand a night on the entertainment. Ridiculous. I, I'd rather support the local music scene. You know, I hear a lot of bands. I hear a lot of bands talk about how hard it is to get on a bill. Oh, you, yeah. know, you know, yeah. you know, you've got especially right now. There's so much competition for what few open bills there are. Yeah, and then you know, it's the number of places to play keeps dwindling down because you've got you know the giant in town that that prices everyone out of your bigger shows. So you know, you're 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 kind of left to this situation where you know some some places will open up and they'll stick to one genre because they can. Fill their calendar that way, yeah, and you know, they like that a built-in audience, crowd, like yeah. a country bar or a blues bar or a hard rocking bar. Like right. Gastonia has a lot of hard rocking bands, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. But we want we want to be a little bit not bigger in the sense of like famous or nothing like that. We just want to be bigger in the sense that we want other we want different types of music in our place. We want different types of crowd. We want you know there's enough division. In our country right now, the, the last thing we want to do is Amen. feed that beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? I, I want to see you know R&B and hip hop people come in and, and do their thing and have a rock and roll crowd see that for the first time, or yeah. have a, a blues or a jazz band in and and have country you know fans in there to see that for the you know I want to be to to kind of cross pollinate for lack of a better term the music scene. In I like the imagery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the bonus, the bonus is there's a lot of good bands across the river, I guess so. Yeah. And, and we'll they, be bringing in a lot of Charlotte they, stuff, they too. exposure, not just Charlotte, but they don't, a lot, uh, I'm just thinking that the bands on this side of the fence don't have as much opportunity to get seen or exposed as some of the Charlotte bands might. Right. No, you're absolutely right, and 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 I've heard that from from some of the Gaston County, you know, lo- local right. act yeah, stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, I want to pull, I want to pull from Greenville, Spartanburg. I want to pull from Hickory. I want to pull from Asheville, and all that. You know, and hopefully we'll be successful in doing that. You know, and hopefully people come out and support it. That's really what's going to drive this machine is is if people show up. 
I've circled is a hundred miles from this house. Is basically that's how far you'll go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah unless they pay us a whole lot of money. Unless there's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then we'll rent a bus and then we'll go that way. But uh. awesome. Well, fellas, we're going to wrap it up. Um, is there? Give us, give our audience some words of encouragement in this awful coronavirus time. Oh wow! Uh, just hang in there. You'll get Follow head. your heart, ladies and gentlemen. Follow your heart. Just don't give up. Keep going. You know that's all that matters. Do not quit. I like it. That's a great message. Fellas, thank you so, so much for doing thank this. You. I'm really excited, uh, and uh, and I'm very grateful. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you.